My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to episode seven of the Oddscast. I'm Donald Leo alongside Joe Delara. Terry takes. Big episode planned for you today as we revamp, rebrand the Oddscast. We have a lot of new segments for you coming up. Got the NBA season starting. We're going to have an NBA preview segment yep. with uh, our NBA guru, Joe Delara, self-proclaimed. Um, He's Asian and with <laughs> Hong Kong, I think. <laughs> Check we're, out my units. We're going to go uh, over our week seven NFL picks. And we are also going to discuss MLB playoffs. And we'll start there because, Joe, I want you to tell the listeners, for those who don't know, the story of your Washington Nationals who clinched. We're recording this on a Wednesday. It's going to come out tomorrow. So, thank you know, good job Ooh, by us. Yeah. Good job by us not having a delay in the uh, release of the podcast. But, Joe, the Nationals won the NL pennant. They're in the World Series. You made a pretty, um, in retrospect, a pretty good bet back in, um, I don't know when, but just go ahead, yeah. go, go ahead and tell the story. It was a cold day, January 22nd of this year, 2019, and I was looking at MLB Futures odds, and uh, my accounts were kind of fat because it was mid-NBA season, so I was like, let's see what I can do right now. So I'm looking around. And I see the Nationals sitting on FanDuel at plus 10,000. Um, so I was looking. I was like, huh, this seems to be like crazy value considering this was after Patrick Corbin was signed. Um, but it was also right kind of in the midst of the Bryce Harper saga. And it seems as if Bryce Harper wasn't going to get signed by the Nationals. And mm-hmm. it seemed like the market just dramatically overcorrected. Because while Bryce Harper is an incredible player... He's not worth the like he he's not like that big of a difference. Well, I mean, I, I think this is a you know this is a, so. a topic for another day. Whether yeah. or not these big baseball contracts, I mean, you saw Clayton Kershaw blow a, a, an exactly. entire. I mean, he his value was that he was so young, mm-hmm. being that like mm-hmm. and being a free agent. Not that his skill set is particularly incredible. Well, I mean, look at Mike Trout. The, the yeah, Angels, Mike, freak, Mike but... Trout, but has never he's never made the playoffs. No. Like you know, it's if you if you have a yeah. budget of how are you know six hundred million dollars for the it's next ten years, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're probably better off building a team instead of having just one guy. Exactly. So, like, I felt that the Nationals at that point, I was looking at it, and I was like, I think the Nationals could stack up with anybody as long as they get to the playoffs. Um, So, obviously, they were going to come through the National League East. We thought the Mets were going to be better. Um, I did not expect the Braves to be as good. Um, I thought the Nationals were actually going to win the division. So, what was the bet? What was the bet? The bet was I put $50 on the Nationals at plus 10,000 to win five grand on the World Series. So, so that, and that bet is still active. It's still active. It's still alive. I thought for I was going to get a cash out option by now. Mm-hmm. I still have not gotten anything. What? Okay, so this is a good question because I I wanted to take this time to talk about your hedging opportunities. And sure. Just philosophically, as a gambler, do you hedge bets? I'm a I'm a the, the belief that you <laughs> that you do hedge, um, especially with those big futures. Yeah. Like if you if you have a team that's in a in, you know like let's say you bet uh, a team to win the Super Bowl and they go to the Super Bowl, at least put like 30 or 40% of what you would win on the other yeah. team. Give so yourself a rooting option. Yeah, what's but, but like, what, like, what would the cash out option have to be for you to take it? 
Well, so what I did was I because I saw the odds and I was thinking that there might be cash out options. I put it in as two twenty five dollar bets uh-huh. because I was hoping that I'd be able to cash one of them out and maybe let the other one ride or something like that. Okay, um, has not been the case. Uh, but I give think me a like, number. Give me a number out of the five thousand. Two. You would take a two thousand dollar cash out because I think in this instance, yeah, because the Astros are so heavily favored. Because I think the Astros right now. <laughs> Terry is giving you a, a, a really questionable look. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, no, because I was looking you at had, it. You're going to win five grand. You can at least put two grand down. Well, this is, this is the problem. The problem is, is that the Astros and the Yankees the game got delayed tonight. Both of their game four is tomorrow. We don't know who's going to be in the World Series. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think we can assume if the you know whichever if the team, Yankees don't win game four, they're probably going to lose. The but I'm, I, like for uh, sure, the Yankees like, are, the Yankees lose the series four one. But that's not a here though there. All right, well, <laughs> but you know, it's safe to assume that the. Uh, whoever wins the ALCS is going to be favored. Yeah. In, so I was looking at some pros. I was looking at old World Series odds from the last ten years, and uh, generally the t- the odds have been floating between like minus one fifty and minus like one thirty or so for the favorite. In a couple of years, the Cubs were minus one ninety. One the one year that they won the World Series, and the year the Yankees last won against the Phillies, they were minus two hundred. Other than that. Um, you've been seeing even some pickums almost like there was like a plus 100 uh, minus 110 uh, type of deal. But it looks like this year, based on the hypothetical odds that are kind of being floated around on FanDuel, that the Astros seem to be like minus 170 favorites right now. And the Yankees are like minus 150. So the problem is in terms of like hedging, you got to front. I'd have to front a lot to hedge this kind of down the middle. So My, that was that's where the two thousand number. Kind of I came would from. I would recommend taking two thousand dollars and putting it on whatever whoever wins. Yeah. Um, Terry, what's your take? What's your what's your advice to Joe as he tries to um, navigate this hedge world that he finds himself in? Yeah, don't hedge. Yeah, we're gonna hedge. Don't <laughs> don't be a don't be a BFP. BFP, big, say it, say it, say it. You won't bet. Don't hedge. <laughs> All right, so I'm definitely gonna hedge. It's just more of a matter of like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it. So I'm definitely gonna be a BFP and not yeah. hedge. Yeah. So it, hedge, it's just more hedge. of a matter of like how much I'm gonna hedge. Um, if it was the Yankees, I would definitely hedge maybe a little bit less because I would hedge on my happiness like we talked about before. Yes, um, last week. But I think that the Astros, like the Astros are so fucking good. And like this is what I was concerned about even going into the Yankees-Astros series. Um, I, I was like, I don't know. Like was, you asked me if I thought the Yankees were going to win, and I was worried about this exact scenario. The problem is that the Nationals are – Clearly, a team of destiny. The team of destiny. I know. It has the feeling. It has all the makings. It has, yeah. Why do you want to be on the wrong side of history? Yeah. So, although I will say it does remind me when the Mets in the 2015 NLCS swept the Cubs, everybody's like, this team is definitely going to roll over the Royals. And then we know. You know how that how that worked out. Yeah. I, I I think that it's smart to at least put some money down. There's would, no way that I'm going to walk away your... from this without like winning a grand. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of like how much I want to put down. Guarantee yourself that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Well, congratulations. It's it's, it's a good Appreciate problem. It. It's a good problem to have. Appreciate Don't forget it. the hedge though. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. You BFP. Um, <laughs> w- before we get into our brand new segments, we're gonna go to this time last week. This time last week. Call that- and I in the DraftKings Super Contest have to pick 70 games out of uh, the entire rest of the NFL season. So you could pick five games one week, you could pick zero games one week, you could pick all the games one week. We were in a dark place, start off 0 5 in the first week we did it. I think we were maybe 3 and 10. Yes, yeah. 3 and 10. No. And then uh, we kind of. 3 and 7. Three and, no. Well, 3 out of 10, three, uh. 3 wins, 7 losses. Um, and then we turned it around and went seven and one and now are sitting at 55% with, uh, some hope and some dreams, uh, win you know, $250,000 if we win the whole thing, only eight, uh, 989 entrants. I think we are 286th. Um, so we will, we will, uh, keep you updated. We're not in first, but we're not in last. We're not in last. Yeah. We have hope. So um, we will keep you updated on that DraftKings Super Contest. Uh, you know, I think if and when we win could be a good uh, publicity stunt for the podcast. Let's see how those guys do it. Oh, we should have just listened to, to their podcast. So. Yeah, we yeah, can buy a sweet. studio. Yeah. You can yeah. decorate your apartment, maybe. <laughs> uh, white walls, institutionalized. <laughs> Where you, it's all that corporate money. Yeah, I, I you know, there's a lot of windows. If I, if it were me, I'd put a couple more mirrors in here. Oh yeah, so um, we can see ourselves. Maybe yeah. like a Bob Marley Legends poster over there, <laughs> and then maybe like Pink Floyd over here. Oh, and then uh, a Hooters, Fight Club, yeah. a Hooters thing. Definitely Fight Club. Definitely a girl on a car. Maybe uh, yeah. back there. Yeah, definitely a red car. Yeah, or a pickup. What was the most like college? poster like if you had to do like you know not power rankings but like the most popular college poster you saw in college what would that be hmm uh gotta say bob marley legends (laughs) no bob marley was in a lot of places uh also uh like the there was either the chick on the car or two chicks like kind of kissing but not yet oh yeah with like daisy dukes on yeah Mm -hmm. classic yeah you know because you always use that instead of the internet yeah what did you see at Rutgers? What was Rutgers? Just, Pink Floyd place? Yeah, big Pink Floyd school. <laughs> I don't know. Just There weren't many posters. I like, feel like all the places kinda... that you frequented had the periodic table of elements on the wall. Live, laugh, love signs. <laughs> <laughs> Those like crazy like... Uh... I have to interrupt you. Okay. <laughs> it's obviously Belushi in the college sweatshirt. I I, oh, never, I didn't Ferris see Bueller's Day Off was a good one. I, I saw the the Belushi poster. In but you went to college government. in Massachusetts, so like that's that's where they have like, the real colleges. No, but that's oh. like typical. Like oh, I'm at college. Like got to get the the typical college you know? poster. Me? Yeah. I went to Rutgers. Okay, we forgot. Basically, that's a good I, one. I missed that one. You're right. Damn. He is right. He is right. It's but, a good poster. But, okay. I mean, yeah. All right. You remember like going into like Sammy Good. Remember that store? No. That's what Semi good. What? Or like any of those stores and they just had those posters you just flip through. Oh, that was fun. You never knew what was on the next page. Fun times, fun times. Yeah, for real, for sure. That's Sam Goody for all of you. I was like, what I the so fuck confused. is Sam E. Good? Any, any jokes he makes that go clearly a mile over someone's head. Um. So we got... 
new segments this week. I'm stoked. Are you stoked? I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Thank you to Terry for going. Uh, what did you call it? A hurricane of a hurricane. A hurricane of create. No, a tornado of creativity. Tornado of creativity. Oh, yeah. F. F5 tornado of creativity. Category four hurricane. Is that? Is that yeah, high? five is the highest. Yeah, but five, we don't want to destroy things. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's first segment, paper. new brand new segment of the rebranded odds. Cast. Oh, is this new? How many times are you going to say it? It's called <laughs> somebody I used to know. Aptly known as the Gautier. <laughs> And this is where we go and we name a player slash person you will no longer bet on because they sucked or are an idiot. <laughs> that, is, that is from from Terry. Though, you wrote that. Uh, it sounds like a, a piece of art. Um, I think me and you, uh, Terry, we have the same Gautier we this do. week. We do. Uh, so, Joe, do you want to start first with your Gautier? Uh, as a Devils fan? Um, I'm going to say that I'm not going to bet on the Devils until they fire the coach. So John Hines is your go-to. Yeah. Is he related to Naeem Hines? No. Running back on the Colts? Yeah. The catch-up people. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because the Devils <laughs> need to fucking catch it's up. spelled so differently. Hines, John Hines is H-Y-N-E-S, and Hines is not that. Uh, all right. Um, I just typed. It makes in, sense. The, devil, the devils are red. Ketchup is red. I just typed Eek. in. I just typed in devils ketchup in Google. It's probably red. Um, yeah. So the devils uh, started off with uh, six games in the season. Started off a hot 0-4 and two. Going to the game tomorrow. We'll see how that turns out. But Joe, good Gautier. Uh, Terry. Yeah. Uh, mine's gonna be. I guess. The Rams well, or Sean McVay? I think Sean McVay Or Jared is, Goff? Sean McVay is an apt goatee. I never really thought Jared Goff was good, so I don't think that he was somebody that I used to know. I thought he was a system quarterback. I just thought the system that Sean McVay was supposedly you know, the master of, I thought he can just kind of get by. I don't really blame Jared Goff. I blame the puppet master. Jared Goff got me 1.12 fantasy points. Left. Sean McVay, I think, is a great... Gautier. Gautier? Gautier? Gautier. Gautier candidate. Um, Los Angeles Rams lost lost us our survivor pool pick uh, three weeks ago. People forget that's that. That's true, yeah. Uh, lost to the Rams 55-40. to 40. Week, be- week after that, lost to the Seahawks from a Greg Zerline missed kick at the end of regulation. Are they on a three-game lose streak? And they are on a three-game losing streak. Then they lost to the 49ers 20-7. Uh, and seven, uh, We'll get more to the 49ers uh-huh. in, the, in the second segment because I actually think they're good. But the Rams who just traded for Jalen Ramsey thoughts on that two first round picks. Um, I don't really care. I don't think it really changed their team. Um, how dumb do these, or how scared are these teams that hired all these McVay disciples that like held his backpack for like five seconds and they're like, Oh, let's hire that guy. Well, I'm sure the Bengals really are, are, aren't feeling too hot. The only one I, I guess Kingsbury hasn't looked terrible. They've won some games. Packers have looked okay. Um, they're five and one. They should have lost on Monday night, but the Packers are so fraudulent. Um, I don't. I don't know who else is a McVay disciple that I'm forgetting, but no, none of the teams really are are, are doing great. Um, but 
Yeah, somebody that I used to know. Gautier, Sean McVay, John Hines. Not betting on you ever again. Well, I'm not going to bet on them until I figure out who or, they are. Are you again. like disavowing the entire McVay discipleship? No. Okay. No, I'm just, just disavowing Sean McVay until I feel like he's figured it out. And I think he will figure it out, but I'm just going to take a break from the Rams. I'm going to take a break from the Rams. Just think, you know, just let, in let time it play for you to bet on the Falcons, huh? Well, fucking addict. Well, <laughs> funny that the Rams and the Falcons play each other this week. So yeah. if you bet on that game, uh, go get help. I was, I'm going to go back to the well. On that one. <laughs> That's just a game you don't bet. But somebody that I used to know, good segment. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have a segment called the Inclusive Parlay. Terry, you want to talk about this? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to each pick a game to put in a parlay. But the catch is... The games all have to be from different sports or leagues. Or you know, it can be NFL and college, but you can't put two NFL games in or two NBA games in. And, you know, see where you end up. Uh, we'll post our inclusive parlay after every episode on Thursday so you can play along. We'll keep track of our records. We'll post on all the social media accounts. And uh, we'll get it started with uh, Joe. So, well, what are our parameters? How far out can I pick here? It has, it to, has to occur before Sunday. I would Sunday. Say. Sunday. End of day Sunday. Yes. COB Sunday. Disaster. All right. Let's see. Um, so, all right. Come back to me. I had an NBA game. Jesus Christ. I did. I was going to say Lakers. Money line. When is that game? Tuesday. No. What? COB Sunday. COB Sunday. All right. All right. Go all back right. to the all board. Right, all right. We'll go back to the board. You guys go. This key had interesting, though. You, me, you, me. I don't know. Do you want to go? I'll go. Do you want to go? I'll go. Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. I got rock. (laughs) I had scissor. (laughs) I I think you won. All right. Um, I'm going to take the Washington Huskies over Oregon at plus three. Huskies are at home. Oregon is not. They're away. Okay. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> There's only a couple other options. Um, actually, no, I changed my mind. Jesus oh, Christ. Man. I'm going to take Army minus six and a half against Georgia State. Is it Georgia State? GST? Yes. Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just GS, but Army six and a half. Yes. Unless you can get it for better. I got six and a half. Okay. Well, they're on the road. I can. Oh, I see six some places. They're on the road at GST, at Georgia State Stadium in Hotlanta. Going to be 62 degrees in the dome. I don't know if it's in a dome. Anyway, um, I just think what we saw with another academy last week, Navy, who blew out their opponent, I believe that. Army will do that this week against Georgia State. I wish I had more analysis, but I didn't look into this game as much because I just changed to it right now. I think I was all set on Washington, and I just changed my mind. All right. Um, So, Terry, you got the first leg, Army 6.5 over Georgia State. I'm going to go. This is the second leg here, for those of you who don't know what a parlay is. Uh, Second leg. 
is going to be the Vegas Golden Knights. This is a Friday hockey game. So this is going to be for you listening on Thursday, tomorrow's hockey game. Vegas Golden Knight puck line. We've talked about this a little bit. Puck line is minus one and a half. Team has to win by two. Over, and they're at home against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, Vegas, one of the top ten teams in the league. Easy, maybe top five. Ottawa is not a top five team, probably bottom five team. This is a great puck line opportunity. Uh, the odds right now are minus 105. It's probably going to go up. Um, but, yeah, that is my my pick. That's the second leg. Joe, what do you got? Oh, wait, sorry. Also, I know why I wanted to pick this game. is because Army is the Black Knights, mm. and you picked the Golden Knights. <laughs> Joe, hit us Joe, with Joe, don't Knights. fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to pick Jaguars minus four. I hate that. I hate that. Well, this that? is your fault. This is your fault. Can we veto? We should be able to veto. This is too late. We should be able to veto. No, I think we should veto. Veto Minus two. four? One, one, one majority. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you get Don't take one, it out on that. The NBA hasn't started yet. <laughs> new rule, new rule is that we can veto majority two vote veto. Only one oh, veto man. can be used. Oh my god. All right. I'm vetoing. Only that. one I, I only one pick. veto. All right? Only one veto, yeah. Only one so Don whatever, Vito. Yeah. He died, right? Don Vito <laughs> from Bam. <laughs> Don Vito, I think he did die. I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, (laughs) It's a very popular search. All right, (laughs) he died in 2015. Yeah, I remember that. We're gonna take uh, we're gonna take the 49ers minus 10. If you can get it at minus nine, do it. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That's my (laughs) best bet of the week. So, man, that Jaguars bet is all right. So playing the fucking Bengals first week. Of our inclusive parlay experiment, Terry has the the army, <laughs> the <laughs> army, <laughs> army minus uh, six and a half over Georgia State. I have the Vegas Golden Knights. That's uh, Terry's game is on Saturday, so I have the first leg, uh, which is the Vegas Golden Knights minus one half over Ottawa Centers. A lot of pressure on me to keep this going into Saturday where Terry has army minus six over Georgia state. And then if those two legs hit, we have Joe with the 49ers minus nine and a half. This is a plus six nineteen parlay. $10 would win you back. $71, $20 would win you back. $143, $100 would win you back. $718. So nice hop on board and uh, we'll have some fun with it. Win some money. Uh, so we'll post that on our social media feeds. You can play along. And now we're going to our final segment before we take a break with, uh, coming back with the NFL picks and the NBA preview show. I'm sorry. This is called, this segment is called, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to apologize. AKA sorry, not sorry. Description things we were wrong about or bets we got wrong, but still think we are right. You're really just pulling back the curtain for the audience. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the description of the, uh, the segments are. Joe, do you have any sorry, not sorries? Or I'm sorry, but I'm not going to apologize. I'm sorry that I tried to pick NBA preseason games, <laughs> but I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> that's fair. 
Terry? Uh, I'm sorry that the Browns lost, and I picked them. And not maybe not on this show, but I picked I bet on them in real life. But I'm not going to apologize because the Seahawks are frauds. Mm-hmm. They have won every single game by four <laughs> points or less, and they just keep getting bailed out by the other team's stupidity or the referees. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry that I lost money. I'm apologizing to myself, but I'm not going <laughs> to apologize. So my I'm sorry, but I'm not going to Shh. apologize is um, another bet I gave out on this podcast last week, and that was the Thursday night football game, the Giants and the Patriots. Uh, I took the under. We all took we the, all under. the under. And then there was fucking four defensive touchdowns, <laughs> which made <laughs> which the we over all worried about. <laughs> so, I, w- I mean, we were right that there was not going to be a lot of offensive scoring. There wasn't. Um, and yeah, it was offensive. The the under was like 42 and 28 of those points came on defense or special teams. So props to me because I said, Hey, I'm looking to grab this line live at under 14. Mm -hmm. And then the Giants scored and it was 13 and a half. And you just push all the chips to the middle and say, I'm all in. But that, I think that's I think the underplay on that is a typical. You were right about the game. Just some bullshit happened, and we lost. So it's unreal. The fucking nerve. So that is the end of our first uh, entire, I guess, third of this podcast. When we come back. We'll talk NFL Week Seven, NBA futures. Yeah. I know Joe's excited, and then His we nipples will. Nipples out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Not and, a lie. Uh, yeah, it'll be a fun time. Wow. All right. We're back. Starting off with our NBA season preview. Let's go. Joe, when does the NBA season start? Tuesday. So this this segment's just gonna be me Joe interviewing Joe because I don't really uh pretend to know like I know the NBA. Like I obviously follow some of the bigger moves. Um I'll bet some games here or there, I'll throw some futures in, but I am not as a diehard of an NBA fan as Joe Delera is on this podcast. Terry, are you in the same boat as I am? No, man, I'm a ball head. Okay. Ball till I drop. All right. So I'm just going (laughs) to. Ball is life. Ball is life. All right. I'm just going to interview you guys then on this. Um, (laughs) Just have that fantasy draft. We're ready. When does the NBA season start? Uh, This coming Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Thank you. So the uh, October 22nd. All right. Uh, Tuesday. (laughs) What? are some of the major themes you're looking for? I know that there was a lot of star movement it's this year. the year of the duo. The year of the duo. Okay. Uh, so, expound on that. Uh, so basically everybody's just kind of paired up in uh, pairs rather than, uh, you know, threes. Cuffing uh, season. Yeah, we're not. It's cu- That's exactly right, Terry. It's <laughs> cuffing season. It's cuffing season. We're no longer uh, in these crazy menage a trois. Like, we're just ripping. It's going to be classic. Uh, it's like a missionary. throwback. Just missionary. Well, everybody does have a mission. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Shooting straight. But, you know, uh, things could get a little bit weird, though. But it gives a lot of more uh, parity, I would say, to the NBA. But mainly only in the uh, Western Conference. Because the Eastern Conference still kind of stinks. Um, so that's uh, one of the big main themes this year. And it's a lot of teams on or a lot of guys on new teams, uh, new faces, new places. Um, it's good. I think it's going to be a very exciting year for the NBA. 
Um, I'm looking at the NBA futures right now for the championship, sure. uh, the NBA finals. Clippers are the favorite. Um, immediately what comes to mind is, is Paul George healthy? Uh, so I drafted Paul George in my fantasy team. Uh, no one cares about your fantasy team. Yeah, no it does matter, though, because I think that he is going to be healthy, ultimately, this year. Uh, what I think is going to be interesting, though, is... Th- so this is the other theme. Uh, last year, the Raptors were extremely successful in terms of resting Kawhi Leonard. He only played about 60 games last year. Uh-huh. So the way the, MB- the new rules are, it's that you're basically allowed to rest your own players at home, but if you rest your players on the road you can get fined and then if you if it's like a prime yeah, time what the fuck game, you mean rules like, like the, the NBA, rules you can yeah the NBA, load management you can't yeah. take a load off whenever no, you want you can't take a load off on the road which is surprising to many wives and girlfriends out there but you can't do it the nba won't let you but if you're at home then that's when they want you to do it because your fans can see you because now everything's about money um so Basically, <laughs> is every now everything's about money. It wasn't about money before, but, but it, I mean, it, it always is. is but okay. um, so essentially, well, so is is this the year of rest? It, that's kind of what the question is going to be. So the Raptors were able to get around it because if you're rehabbing from injury, like rest is uh, like the appropriate way to respond to that. So that's kind of why they were able to rest Kawhi Leonard so much. But how will they know? Basically, like they don't. There's no like real way to know. But if somebody's like has not been hurt, or there's no not on the injured list or anything like that, they're gonna get some shit from the NBA like, about resting somebody on the road in like a primetime game. Okay, I'm gonna throw some injuries out at you, Hit and you me. tell me if it's rest or rehab. Ooh, like this, <laughs> a stubbed toe. Uh, rest. Is he basically saying, is he going to find the person? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like that's kind of like what – it's going to depend on the game. So if it's a home game, probably not. If it's a if it's, like a, if it's a primetime game on TNT, the NBA is going to be looking to find you. Okay. Uh, torn ACL. Hurt. <laughs> no fine. Okay. 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 What about uh, – Light concussion. Me- yeah. A, a mental health day. Oh, wow. I know we want to take that seriously, but the NBA is probably going to say you're going to get fined. What about uh, the flu? You have ki- they have kids, and they get the flu. It depends on if you can make an entire spectacle of it if you're like Michael Jordan and you can call it the flu game or not. What about if it's like Taco Tuesday for LeBron um, and like in the background, Bronny's like, you know, coughing and... Yeah. Like food poisoning. That's tough. Food poisoning. Food poisoning could be a problem, you know? Um, don't want to have a, a cleanup. Am I getting board. fined or not if I don't play for food poisoning? Well, it depends. Did you do it willingly? Did I eat willingly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you eat like, did you eat something to get yourself sick? Like, like Dominic. Is well, yeah. Every a, time I eat, I make myself sick because I have no self-control. But uh, why? Like, well, what's at least the it's point? better than like self-esteem issues. So. Am I, am I getting fined or not? It's possible. You really don't know with the NBA because this is just another one of those rules that doesn't really make a lot of sense in terms of policing it. L- last question. Hit me. Chlamydia. <laughs> um, Where do we stand with the clap? I don't know. We need, probably need to get Dwight Howard in on that one or something. Does so, he have chlamydia? No, but, you know, he's been very promiscuous lately. <laughs> that was an odd shot at Dwight Howard. <laughs> Sup, Dwight Howard. Yes. <laughs> I thought I, I, I disavow Joe's comment about Dwight Howard. If you ever want to come on the podcast, let us know. I won't ask you any chlamydia-related questions. I will. <laughs> All right, so I'm looking at the championship futures 
Clippers three twenty five. Like, are they an actual like strong favorite? I don't like these odds. I hate them uh, for the Clippers. I mean, I don't think the Clippers. I think the Clippers are very good. Um, and I think that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, the way they play, will fit in fairly seamlessly with the Clippers that, of last year, essentially, um, and the way that they played. But I don't think I, the NBA is very tough, and the Western Conference is. All right, yeah, I was going to start. Don't think that I was going to start with the Western Conference. Who do you like out of the West? I think this is probably the easier, the, the harder conference to. Actually, it depends on how you look at it because there's yeah. more teams. There's probably the harder conference to pick a team to come out of. Yeah. Like who's the one seed? Uh, I think that the um, I think that the Lakers are going to be really fucking good this year. Like that's not really a hot take, but I really do think they're going to be very, very good. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron is just absurd on the same team, and then you got Kuzma in there. I think they're going to be really good. Um, whether they're going to be the one seed, I don't know because of like essentially what we just talked about before with load management. I think you might see like a team like the. Uh, like you might see the Nuggets kind of do it. You might see the Nuggets do it again, um, just because they're they have a lot more younger guys. They're not getting rested the same way. Or you might see like a team like the Houston Rockets, who I think are also going to be very good. I do think the that, Rockets have? Do they play? You know, to, with with a distraction with all of China trying to rise up against their GM. I think maybe it makes them uh, rally together. You okay. know, what um, about the East? Well, so okay, so pick a team. I'm forcing you to pick a team out of the West for uh, like most likely in terms of like who I think is going to come Predict out. Predict who I'm going to bet on the Western Conference champion right now, uh, Mister NBA. I'm going to bet on the Rockets. Okay, what are their odds? I'm not sure what they are to win the West. To win, to the, win the championship, title, they're, they're plus 800, plus oh, 850. Yeah. To win the West, they're 500, plus yeah. 500, 501. So, yeah, I like the Rockets. Um, sec followed closely by the Lakers. Okay, and the Lakers are plus 270 to win the Western Conference. Championship, plus 420. Nice. Um, Eastern Conference. I am betting on the Pacers, plus 1600 wow. to win the Eastern Conference. I think that there's value. Um, on them, I think when Old Depot comes back, I'm putting a lot of stake at in Victor Old Depot's health when he comes back. Because mm-hmm. um, if he looks bad or doesn't like, they're not going to win. Like I think a lot of it rides on Old Depot. Um, when is he coming back? He's supposed to come back like around the All Star break. Is that um, February? Yeah, so that's why I don't think they're going to win their division or anything like that. But I do because they're coming out of the Sixers division. Um, but I think that they can win the Eastern Conference in the when it comes to the playoffs. Um, if uh, I have to pick a secondary team, I, I this like absolutely kills Wait, me. Wait, let too. me stop you. I'm gonna fade the Pacers. I, <laughs> okay, it's not really a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think they're gonna be that good. You got Oladipo coming back in February. He's coming back from a very complicated injury. He hasn't played basketball in what a year and a half? No, like not even. It's not even been a year. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, and they lost Bonjanovic. <laughs> Is that his name? Bonjanovic? Boyan Bonjanovic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say did like they that. not lose him? They did, but they also <laughs> added Malcolm Brogdon. He's from, always hurt. From the Bucks. Isn't he hurt? No, not really. Uh, he's a role player. <laughs> All right. So that's like your long shot. Who's yeah. who's so like the my legit. realistic shot? And I fucking hate this. Mm-hmm. Is I think the Sixers are 
disgusting. So no love for Giannis taking that next step and just being. I just have some concerns with that. I mean, they're bringing back a lot of the same guys, but I think what's different this year is that uh, if the Sixers face the Bucks, um, because now you don't have the Raptors are just not a threat anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're really looking at Bucks Sixers, and if the Sixers play the Bucks, now they have multiple guys that they can put on Giannis throughout the course of the game. Al Horford is one of the most underrated players in the NBA, in my opinion. Guy can do everything. He's a floor general, and he's also used to playing with multiple bigs, not only in Boston, but also when he was on the Atlanta Hawks. So I think that his game is going to perfectly complement Joel Embiid, and it's also going to allow uh, the Sixers to give Embiid some rest days when he's at home, uh, and it's not going to really affect the offense at all. Um, so, and I think that Ben Simmons might take the next step. Can he shoot? Who wins it Apparently, all? Apparently, it looks like he can shoot. Who wins it all? Uh, the Rockets. Wow. Suck it, China. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, Joe's on the Rockets to win. He likes the Pacers. He also likes the 76ers and the Lakers. Uh, give me some uh, quick picks. Keep Wait, it what short. about the Celtics? Uh, okay, so I'm going to get to the Celtics, actually. So I'm going to do two things. Uh, the There's two divisions that I think have value. The Pacific with the Lakers plus 175 to win, and the Northern Division, the Jazz are plus 130. Um, I think the Jazz uh, also could be very good as long as Donovan Mitchell takes the next step. In terms of over-unders, Celtics, I think, are going to be under. I don't think that they're going to be good. I think losing Horford, like I said before, is a huge hit to them. And Kemba Walker is literally just, like, slightly less good Kyrie Irving. So I don't think that they're going to be that good. Uh, On that note, the Nets, I'm going to take their over-win total, which is 44.5. And the Wizards under 27.5. The Zards? Yeah, the Wizards are really bad. The Zards are so, so bad. I think they need to actually just change their name to forget about how bad they are. They are they going to trade John Wall? He's hurt all year. No, they can't He's trade John Wall because his contract's so bad. They're going to yeah. trade Bradley Beal. That's the real question. Yeah, which is possible. Yeah. So um, in light of that as well, they might really be under. All right, um, give, me some, give me some quick hitters, regular season MVP, rookie of the year, right. any, any player props you're looking at. Okay, rookie of the year, Tyler Hero. On the Miami Heat, plus 2,500. Um, I think Zion and the rest of the top three picks are like prohibitive favorites, so I'm not going to take any of them. Uh, also, Michael Porter Jr. is plus 2,000. For MVP, I'm looking at Anthony Davis, plus 800 on Will Hill. Joel Embiid, plus 1,600 on Will Hill. And then if you're looking for a real long shot, Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard is plus 3,300. And Donovan Mitchell is plus 7,000. No Carl Anthony Towns. No, we're out on cats. All I right. know we have one in All my right. household, but we're out on cats. All right. Uh, what about... Um, Terry, anything to add? I'll take uh, the Anthony Davis narrative that you and Bill Simmons, well, Bill Simmons and you are pushing. Yeah, I'll buy into that. All right, I think I'll I'll bet it too. We can go solidarity with the podcast. I think it's a good bet. Um, moving on to, and we'll post Joe's picks on uh, on the social, so you can uh, keep track of how he's doing. Yeah. Good luck finding that China. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Lakers over the Clippers money line game one of the NBA. Okay. It's like minus one fourteen. Uh, moving on, week seven of the NFL. 
Uh, we're going to do our Thursday night picks as uh, the day this podcast is released. Uh, Thursday night football will be that night, and then we will give our best bets. Uh, Thursday night football this week. Kansas City Chiefs four and two heading into a divisional matchup in Denver in Mile High. Broncos two and four. Chiefs are favored by three points. The over under currently sits at forty nine. Joe, who do you like? What's your bet? Thoughts? This game's ETC. tough. This game's tough, but I'm taking the Chiefs minus three. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think they're just a dramatically better team. Um, I know they've kind of stumbled out of the gate, and I think that's why we're seeing minus three rather than a bigger line. Um, so Chiefs minus three. Terry. I don't like this game at all. Um, it just seems like such a trap to take the Chiefs. It, it's got a lot of trap trap feel. I mean, uh, Mahomes can barely move, and they just do not look the same when he's not as mobile. Denver has been pretty hot recently, winning is two Flacco games in elite? a row. Is Flacco elite? Uh, sure. Um, they... <laughs> <laughs> They beat the Chargers and the Titans. I mean, neither team has had that explosive of an offense recently. So, we're there in Denver. I really don't want to pick this game. Mm-hmm. Dom. You don't have to pick it. No, I'll pick no, it. No, do it. Do it. I'm look, you know what? I'm going to look to get the Chiefs live. Again, another one of these. What? The, like, what are you supposed to tell the listeners when they're looking at I'm going to tell them to wait and watch the game. What and kind of once the Broncos score, hit it live. I, that's, I'm, I'm looking not, to get it I'm live. I'm not giving you a pick. Like I'm not giving you a win in the win column. Looking at that. even, a pick them live, even money. Why don't you just take them on the money line? Maybe then? some points. For the listeners. All right, I'll take them it. on the money line. I'll take the Chiefs minus 165. Lay the juice. I don't want to get hooked. It's not even a hook. Just, I don't know. Those three points are scaring me for some reason. Like Terry, I do think that this <laughs> is uh, a potential trap game. Uh, divisional games are always tough. People forget that. Um, I forgot they were in the same division. <laughs> yeah, because they shouldn't even be in the same league. <laughs> Denver Broncos um, have, have looked pretty good the last two games, kind of getting into their own. Um, always tough to play in Denver. With that, if I were to pick the spread, I would I would probably pick the Chiefs, but I don't like this game. You have game. to. You have to. So here's what I'm going to do, Terry. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Shoot. Poop. I'm going to go under 49. 49 Ooh. points is a lot of points. <laughs> uh, historically, no team. This is a stat that I can't find the actual stat, but I know it's a real Sounds stat. Like fake news. That no team has been more profitable in the last... A uh, couple years. Then, this is fake. <laughs> then Andy Reid's Chiefs at home with the under. They're on the They're road. On the road. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you just said Denver hard to play wow. there. Chiefs at home. <laughs> That'll be useful when they play at home. <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> Taking that. <laughs> it's hard to play in denver defense i think is going to be uh prime let me just switch the thing i'm just going under under 49 i mean bet it 
I, I like the bet because you've seen the past few weeks the key to beating the Chiefs is ball control, running yes. the ball. Um, the Texans had over 450 yards total offense, but a lot of it was on the ground. And like you saw with the Colts, they just dominated with their offensive line. You're a big trench guy. You must have must have been porn guy. for you. Yeah. Safe safe browser. Do you watch that incognito? Watch that an incognito. You have any concerns though about the fact that you know, like rare air up there? It's a little bit thinner. Patrick Mahomes might be able to throw the ball a little bit further, a little bit faster. Good for airing it out. No, I don't. Think if that's I how if that works. honestly, if I, I were getting the hook. Or four points, mm-hmm. I would take the Broncos, which is what the Sharps and the money has already pushed it down to three. Yeah, because it opened at four and a half. Um, I, I, I would be very surprised if this gets anywhere below um, three. plus three. A little bit of juice on Denver right now on Pinnacle. Um, but I think under, under, you know, 49 points is a lot of points. If you look at the Chiefs this season, um, the only games they've gone over um, were the Texans and the Lions. Uh, you know, Lions was in the dome. Houston is just you know two teams that like to run and gun. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than people think. Like you said, Denver Broncos slowing it down. So that's my bet. Um, so Joe, you are Chiefs. Chiefs minus, minus three. Terry is bet the chiefs live whatever the fuck that means and i am under 49 we're moving on to best bets before we move on to best bets i just want to say that i hate this week this week's bad i i from a gambling standpoint they're really you can go through every single game except for one of the games and i'll tell you why i like would not touch that game so there's just not a lot of games that I like. If you like it, good for you. Go ahead, go nuts. But for best bet purposes, I'm only giving you one bet of the week, and I'll start, and that is the 49ers minus 9.5 over the Washington Redskins. Um, I'll say it right now, the Niners are a top-five team in the league. Um, Whoa. Sheesh. Dom. I, I, you're what going, are you drinking? You're going to go for four or five weeks and you're going to see this whole thing on ESPN. All the sports things are the Niners for real. They keep winning. They're playing bad teams, but they're looking good. They haven't played anybody. And then by week 12, 13, they're going to be, you know, 11 and one or 10 and two. And we're just going to look and say, oh, yeah, the Niners were good. I should have got on that a little bit beforehand. This is a line nine and a half, anything under 10 points. The Redskins are one of the three worst teams in the league. They're completely inept on offense. Anything above. We're going to look back at this line and think that the Niners should have been minus 16 and a half, which is what the what the line is with the Bills and Dolphins. I know the Bills are at home, but. The Niners, they run the ball. Their defense is crazy. Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, all these guys they've spent draft capital on can rush the quarterback. Spread Teams that cover big spreads do two things well. They have defense that pressures the quarterback, forces turnovers, potentially getting short field and defensive touchdowns, and they run the ball. Less chance for turnovers and and for the teams to kind of stick around. I think the 49ers win by at least 10 points. Four out of the five games, the Niners won 5-0. and Four of those five games, they've won by 10 points or more. Redskins are 0-6. Four out of those six games, they lost by 10 or more. One of the games they didn't do was against the Miami Dolphins. Um, or they're 1-5, rather, because they won last week. But Niners minus 9.5 is my best bet of the week. It's the only game I'm betting. So. Wow. You were like Will Ferrell in old school. He just blacked out the bait. <laughs> 
you just said everything you needed to say perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. You're I not, thought about this not, a lot. I thought you're about not worried. You're not worried about the um, nope, Washington R words coming off a big victory in the Tank Bowl no. over the Miami Dolphins. Not at all. Wow. wow. Niners top five team in the league. Redskins bottom five team in the league. Less than ten point spread. It's no brainer. Forty ers have beaten the Bucks 31-17. The Bengals forty one seventeen. The Steelers twenty four twenty. The Browns thirty one three, and the Rams twenty to seven. Not not great teams. Well, this is a game uh, earlier in the season that reminds me. It reminds me of a game earlier in the season with the Bengals that was in Cincinnati, and they crushed them. I think they're going to take care of business. They've beaten bad teams. The only team that they haven't beaten by less than ten or more than ten points is the Steelers, and they turn the ball over four like three or four times. In the Steelers' red zone, I don't think that happened. I think they've shored up. Tevin Coleman's back. Uh, it looks like they they've kind of just found that committee with Matt Breida, Tevin Coleman, not throwing in Raheem Mostert or the other guy. I think what I don't forget his name that he was in. But Niners are good. Bet them like they're good. Nine and a half, all over it. I like that pick. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, hurry up and get your Jags pick in. Yeah. I uh, was going to say, we already used the, I already said the 49ers for our inclusive parlay, so I agree with Dom. Uh, and I'm going to take the Jaguars minus four. I just think the Bengals are terrible. And I'm going to ride, uh, I'm going to ride the Jags here. Let's go. Where are we going? To the win what, column. What's the, what's the spread? Minus four right now. Jesus Christ. That yes. is, uh, we're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um... Bengals playing for their life, hung in with the Ravens. Jaguars. You, you think the Jaguars are, are Jaguars? Jaguar. Jaguar. All right. Yeah. I I just think they're I think the Jaguars are gonna win this game. All right. Thanks, Don, for tossing it to me. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens at I already bet them earlier at three and a half. It's still available at three and a half at some places, so make sure you shop around. You might have to pay a little vig, but you definitely want that hook. They're going across country. They're going to play Seattle Seahawks. You know, they're allowed to have the 12th man in the stadium for some reason on the field. I don't think the Seahawks are, have been that impressive. They've only they've won games based on uh, luck and the other team's incompetence. I think the Ravens, yes, they played. They didn't cover this past week, but nice little backdoor by the Bengals, which was stupid. Um, Love a nice backdoor. But, yeah, they're going across the country, but they have the type of offense that can travel well, run the ball. Um, Lamar Jackson, we'll see what he's made of. It's a big game for him, traveling across the country, playing against Seattle. Allegedly vaunted defense, which I, is a thing of the past. Really. I think these are two teams. I, I like the pick. Thank you. I think these are two teams that have a lot to prove. I think they're both kind of in this limbo. Um, may not be as good as their record indicates, but what I do think is that both of these teams have good offenses, like maybe top top ten offenses easily, and just terrible defenses. Yeah, the yeah. defenses aren't great. No, Russell Wilson so, looks great, though. 
Um, anytime you get I'm three and a half points, you get the three. You get the plus three hook. I, I like it. Um, I wouldn't bet this game at three. I want the no. hook. No, you need the hook. I need it. You want the hook it? Hook brings it. you back. Yes. <laughs> Blues traveler, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, th- that said, disclaimer: I too, like Dominic, am not a big fan of many of these games. Yeah. Although I've already bet four. <laughs> 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 it's a story all this time. <laughs> Some of the lines are look good. They look good. Yeah, like Jags minus four. No, <laughs> never thought about that. Um, we were talking about our super contest before, and uh, interestingly enough, we were looking at the lines before they came out on the in the actual contest. We were liking the Jets plus ten and a half, and then once the line was announced at minus nine and a half. We were all over the Patriots. So you want to talk a little bit about how that that 10-point spread is really just so important in that, that Jets-Patriots game on Monday night? Uh, it's just a classic football number. Touchdown okay. extra point. Right. Um, I think the Jets... Really, the Cowboys fucked this all up. <laughs> all they had to do is beat the Jets, and then the Jets would have been getting at least the hook with the 10, probably more. Um, and then they, uh, the Cowboys would have been favored by more in their matchup against the Eagles, which also fucks everything up. That's probably the game of the week, I would imagine, right, is, is Cowboys-Eagles? Probably, yeah. Two mediocre NFC East teams. Yeah, it really depends on if the two tackles play for the Cowboys. If they don't have their offensive line, they just are not the same team. So. Yeah. So um, you're not taking any more picks, huh? It's going to be tough. There's some games that I like. Maybe the Vikings um, on the road against Detroit, but it's a divisional game. You know, I looked at the Houston-Indianapolis game, but I think that Deshaun Watson might be. I was leaning Indianapolis, um, but Deshaun Watson might be on a breakout of an MVP campaign I took, uh, and I, I cashed out his fucking MVP ticket like an idiot two weeks ago. I took the Texans in that game. Yeah, but, uh, which I think it's a very public game, and I'm always against the public. Um, but I think the Colts coming off a bye at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot, a lot of games I, I do not like to bet, and I just can see going either way. Are you putting your name on any more picks, Joe, this week? I'll put, I'll put a Texans money line. Let's do it. Okay, uh, and then my last pick of the week is going to be the Eagles plus three. I think they're going to win the game outright, um, but, you know, might as well take the points if they're giving them to you. It makes life a little bit easier. Uh, I think last week the Eagles got blown out by Minnesota. I think that was just, in a, I don't know, not an epiphany. There's another ter- an anomaly. Thank you. Um, in in the stadium that they won a Super Bowl, I think. <laughs> Again, fact check me later. Um, the Cowboys have been struggling. I don't know if you did. You see the video of all of Jason Garrett's players running off the field, and he is trying to give him a high five, and none of them gave yeah. him a high five. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I think he's starting to lose the team, Dom. So I mean, you don't have to tell me. I think the Eagles are going to win the division. And then also, uh, Mark Cooper, he's out, and you saw how bad this offense was against the Jets. Um, until, I guess, what, the last six minutes of the game. They got bailed out by a lot of uh, penalties. Mm-hmm. But you saw how bad the offense was without Amari Cooper. So, with that being said, give me Carson Wentz and those weapons and big balls Doug Peterson against the Clapper, Jason Garrett, and the Dallas Cowboys. 
All right, to recap, 49ers minus nine and a half. That's my pick. Joe's on the Jaguars minus four. Texans money line. Terry is on the Ravens plus three and a half and the Eagles plus three. When we come back, more new segments to take you out on this it, episode seven. No, no, they're not new. They've always been here. Okay. He's never used them. Never used them. Bye. Well, we're back. And now we're going to go to RV Trippin. Shotgun. Nice. <laughs> which is a new segment. A new segment where we all hop in an RV and travel across the United States. We're going to bet a game in each state. Love and this. we all have to agree on the pick. So at the end of the day, there's going to be 50 games that we have bet. And people can follow along. They can follow along and bet with us. And it will be 40 and 10, 38 and 12, whatever it is. So we're going to go. I found a random state picker online. Springhole.net. Random U.S. state picker. Thank you to whoever made this some program. Some <laughs> freshman in high school <laughs> make coding. In their visual basic yeah, class. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to go. Random USA picker springhole.net. Uh, we're going to click it. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's go. Where are we going? We are going to California. Oh, wow. Surf's up, bro. Whoa. Love it. Love it. Whoa. Love it. What a state to start in. It is a good state. What is state. Uh, controversial state? Why is it controversial? I don't know. It's because um, Sands, the NCAA, might <laughs> have to pay their players there. That's what I'm thinking. Hey, Joe, is Jerry Brown still the cover? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I thought he was. All right, quick quiz about California. What's the capital? Sacramento. Sacramento. Oh, nice, nice, nice. How do you not know that? What's the minimum wage? $15 not an hour. Too much. Not 15 states. <laughs> I, it's a fight for 15 I thought they got it. Well, according to Wikipedia, that's what it says. Oh, sorry. Uh, California is known as the place the, where no one can afford to live in a city. What is the nickname of the state? A home for the homeless. America's elbow. <laughs> huh. Oh, God, an earthquake might break the, the Golden State. state. Duh. <laughs> nice. You actually had to look that up? Yeah. I you were nice. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I forgot. I, I forgot. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to go <laughs> find a game in California, bet it as a podcast. Uh, there are, looking now, no NFL games in California. How's it? That's ridiculous. And so I guess we're going to have to go uh, NHL quick look. The lines aren't out for Saturday. Wait. Friday's game. Uh, Friday, we have Anaheim hosting Carolina. Not betting that game. Thursday, Los Angeles hosting Buffalo. Again, not betting that game. Guys. No lines are out. Are you okay? Guys. Are you okay? NCAA. Guys. We've got a few Guys. games. Hold on, Joe. We've got uh, Stanford, UCLA. Joe's starting to sweat. I think he has something to say. My nipples are we up. got Fresno State. <laughs> Don't love that game. Guys, we, we got Joe. Hold on, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe, hold on. We got uh, Cal, Oregon State. Any golf tournaments? Uh, <laughs> no, they're in South Korea this weekend. <laughs> oh, I, that's my homeland. I would think about, I think the move would be Arizona against USC. Nine and a half giving <sighs> you know, to Arizona. A lot. Most guys. most of USC secondary guys. got hurt against guys. Notre Dame. Let's guys. let's hear. Let's we, hear what Joe. Has we have the you are the most annoying child in the. We back have the most perfect RV. opportunity of all <laughs> time right now. The, the most perfect opportunity of all time right now. There's let's a bathroom. It's an RV. It's we don't Lakers have to stop. at Clippers. 
first day of the NBA season is on Tuesday. Well, both teams from LA, which is in California, in California. It's basically a pick 'em game. Check that. This is perfect. It's on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Are we going to be in the state that long? We we're gonna stay. It's, it's a big, a big state. Flights yeah. are cheaper on Wednesdays. Get some inter- the flights were in an RV. <laughs> we're driving. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. We are. So driving. maybe less traffic. You, you know, terrorists. The- <laughs> Stop flying around and drive the damn car. Oh, we'll hop on anyway, Highway One. Lakers money line minus one fourteen. No Paul George. No Paul George. How many avocados? Uh, I don't know if they might have a sor- shortage. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I think I I'm I'm for it. Uh, Corey. Uh, sure. Terry. You're the last. Is LeBron down. playing? LeBron is playing. Chairman LeBron. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> He's playing. Is Anthony Davis playing? Playing. Bugs Bunny. Questionable. Okay. Um, we don't know if he's going to get through. Uh, I don't some love substance issues. TSA. I don't love the college games. Uh, I will. I will let you. How old are you? Twenty-seven. You can drive the RV. <laughs> oh, Here are the keys. Go. Thank a you. proud father to his Asian son. <laughs> Don't ask too many questions. <laughs> Locked and loaded. First RV trip and bet is... Lakers, money line, minus 114. Oh, and also uh, the rule is that our bet has to be minus 200 or less. So this works. There we go. Lakers. You ever have uh, the Shoe San fits. Diego burritos where they put the French fries in them? No. Sounds They're like good. Can we go there? Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Let's After we win. Swing her yeah. down south. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're now moving on. It's the title <laughs> of my memoir. <laughs> We're moving on to popped culture, this Ooh. segment where we analyze recent fads that have officially died or may die and debate on whether they will die. You don't have to read the descriptions. I <laughs> I like reading the descriptions. Let the listeners know what we're talking about. Typed them all up today when I was at work. So not working. I was going to start out with fidget spinners, but I think those are officially those dead. Are still <laughs> <around>. <laughs> don't age us anymore here. We no. are going to go with White Claw. And the question is whether White Claw, which is the hottest drink of 2019, whether it dies out in the winter. Will it survive winter? Go. You want to lead off? Yeah, I'll start. It's going to hibernate. It just, it it might not wake up. I think it's a fad. Oh, just like four locos. Those were hot, hot in the streets. Yeah, but those posed an actual health risk to the public. The problem with the four loco is that like they got rid of what was the, what was good. They altered the four loco and that's what killed it. Yeah. So it killed people and then the people killed it. No one fucking died. Well, you know, from the drink metaphor. It was just things they did. After drinking the drink. Yeah. So, which, like, you can't blame them for that. I do agree with you in terms of, I think it might wane a little bit over the winter, but I do also think that there are a lot of people that like to have it at the bar because sometimes, like, bars just make shitty mixed drinks or you don't know, like, how strong it's going to be. You know what you're getting with a white claw and it's in a can. Easier to not spill. I'm in for it. That's how I pitch myself to women. Easier to look. You know what you're gonna get. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a safe choice. Um, It's gonna survive. I don't know. You can't do Instagram posts with white claw in the winter. Sticking out of the snow. It doesn't. No, it doesn't look. It blends right in. It's great. It's gonna be. Does the weather change what you drink? The season? Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit. A thousand percent. I only drink whiskey in the winter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't the same apply with white claw? 
Well, I think I think the question is whether or not it will be back again in the summer. Lock, or lock it will. down. Lock it down. Have, so that it's going to be a summer fad is basically what. They have very capable advertising. They did the whole shortage thing towards the end of the summer, which is an obvious fucking ploy to get people to go stock up on it because they're I, stupid. I just think it's like, I think it's going to be whenever you drink outside. Yeah. You're going to want a White Claw. I pray White Claw. For sure. Because like even right <laughs> now, though, it's White cold. Claw. I guarantee you if you go to a football game, uh, you're going to see White Claws at the tailgates. I can confirm. I mean, it was hot Absolutely. shit when I went, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a fad that doesn't die out, so. I'm in. Love White Claws. You're in. Is yeah. this in or out, or is this... Uh... I'm just, it doesn't matter. It's a okay. White Claw. This will not pop. This isn't a bubble. Terry. It's a bubble. Sell your stock. Sell your stock. I would <laughs> sell stock if White, in White Claw if I had stock. This would be the time. In or out, which is the official... We're discussing whether we're in or out on uh, a thing. And this thing this week, <laughs> Kanye West, apparently his uh, somebody affiliated with his camp tweeted that Kanye West will no longer be making, quote unquote, secular music. Now, for you non-religious people, that means that he is going to be basically making Christian music um, from here on out. Uh, Corey... Are you in or out on Kanye West and his new found gospel non-secular music? I'm out on Kanye. Have okay. been. Can't stand Since them. when? Since um, I want to say college dropout, but I probably listened to him a little bit after oh, that. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh. You're, you're, you're one of those. You're just, oh, you know, yeah. You people. Yeah. No, there's no recovering from 808 and heartbreaks. Fuck that guy he no. sucks <laughs> he's obviously mentally ill uh, okay i'll give you that he is married to a lunatic who mm-hmm. only cares about being on tv Donald and Trump. yeah um no i'm totally out on him also turning his camp into like a fucking pentecostal revival tent is going to be a weird move and it's not going to alienate his followers because they're all drinking the kool-aid they all go to sunday service like it's funny and I, yeah, I it's think a, it's, it's funny, an ironic. I usually go yeah. there. I'm like, oh man, this. I will is silly. say, I will say that Kanye's best music, I think, like, has been when he kind of leans into that whole gospel-y, choiry thing, like his early stuff, college dropout, late registration. It's a good sound. Yeah, like when he, you know, because he kind of, he kind of was like the grower of the whole like sped up sample movement through and, the wire. Are you those, kidding me? And those. <laughs> I got my drawer wide shut right now. That guy had a seatbelt on. What happened to that guy? Yeah. And uh, just keep this going the whole time while I'm talking. Um, So so I think that, you know, him leaning into the gospel music probably makes better music. But there was kind of like the clash of what you traditionally thought is like church music with like, you know, the absurdity, like the abrasiveness of the lyrics and the content that kind of made it this like ironic masterpiece. And yeah. Now it's just now fucking it's church just, music. Yeah. So, which is like, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you know, from a guy who thinks he's Jesus, <laughs> not great. I mean, Remember Jesus walks. I've kind of been out on Kanye besides, uh, I love it. That song was awesome. I don't even consider that a Kanye song. Yeah. That's and all like, aside from head. that, like, I don't feel like I haven't heard anything good from Whose him. Whose brain do you think that came out of? Who cares? Exactly. It's awesome. Awesome. Do you think Kim Kardashian would good would make a good Mary Magdalene? No. Whoa. Why? Well, well, actually, 
I think if she, you were to she wipe does her fit. face, with like if we're if we're going with if we're if face on it, if we're if we're going with the Jesus, like as as Kanye now, well, she is a whore. <laughs> Whoa! So, don't disparage any sponsors. What if we get the Kylie Jenner lip kit on here? He doesn't say anything about I Kylie. I didn't. Family. And you know what? People forget it was the sex tape. That's the only reason why she got famous. All right, Ray J was there first. He hit it first. I'm pro Ray J. Sex in the Kitchen is a great song. Very weird. Love it. Isn't he Brandy's <laughs> brother? I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. I think you're right. I'm not yeah. sure. But that's literally the only reason why she got famous. Pretty pretty underwhelming <laughs> sex tape, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really chopped and screwed. It's yeah. like it was like, it's like the Houston, Houston remix. <laughs> yeah. Chopped and screwed is literally Kim Kardashian anyway. Chopped that's how they get all that shit in her ass. <laughs> any any comments on Kanye? No. How about no. God? God Any bless. comments on God We're as an like, entity? I don't think we should go there. <laughs> Yo, look out for my spinoff. Corey calls Christians. <laughs> oh, this is actually a phenomenal idea. I'm all in on it. Corey has a um, habit of driving and then seeing oh, the Christian awesome. billboards. You know, call one eight five five for truth. Are you going to heaven or hell? And Corey actually calls those. If you're ever wondering if people call those numbers, Corey calls those numbers. Gets and they are toll free. I have not been billed. Gets into philosophical arguments with the operators. And uh, I think we're going to start a podcast with Corey just calling those people and just having it having it go on. So I think it could be it. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, moving on. Pause and Rex to take us out. Anything to recommend this week? Yes. So my recommendation is Lee Kum Chi Sriracha Mayo. Come again? It's <laughs> sometimes you do have to get another order of it. But um, it's Lee Kum Chi Sriracha Mayo. They have it at Target, Wegmans, your local food stores, usually about $4. Fantastic. It's like fire sauce. Um, it's great on sandwiches. Good if on is a, like a dip if you add a little bit of uh, a little bit more sriracha, loosen up the consistency. Fantastic condiment. Highly recommend. From your resident Asian, Terry, Corey, somebody take it. Uh, I'm gonna recommend, as we were discussing, uh, the beverage change as we change seasons. Irish coffees. Mm. Yeah. They are. A Love great Irish oh, if you had, if you never had one, it's coffee with whiskey, and yeah, look, some people debate on what to do. I know Dom can't partake, but you got to get the whipped cream. Mm. You have to get the whipped cream on there, um, and it's just a great pick you up. Cold day, maybe you're out in the slopes, maybe you're tailgating a football game. Gives you a little kick in the butt. You got some caffeine. You got some alcohol. It's it's the old man's four loco. The old man's four <laughs> loco. What? You should can that. Yeah. You, you can make a fortune. Um, Corey. Uh, RV tripping got me thinking of a song that I heard not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It's called Astrovan by Mount Joy. Okay. You should listen to it. Any other? Can you hum it for me? You hum excellently. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to recommend an app called Bumped, and it is an app that you to li- find cocaine. You <laughs> you link your credit cards to it, 
and bear with me. You link your credit cards to it and you make selections on loyalties um, to certain companies within certain um, categories. So like for burgers, you know, you can pick McDonald's, you can pick Wendy's. Uh, for coffee, you can pick Starbucks, drugstores, Walgreens, CVS. So there's literally no catch to this app. You pick loyalty brands. Did you then, read the fine print? Yes. You sure? And then when you read, I'm sure they're selling my data or you know stuff. Like okay, that, then it's not free. my data is everywhere. That's the currency of the future. Um, data. You pick a loyalty out of the category, and then you get a certain percentage back in stock per dollar that you shop there free. So companies are making money because you're spending money there. And this company, this, this company bump basically acts like a brokerage firm. They buy a bunch of stock packages together and then they sell you micro shares, um, when you buy. So, um, I've been using it for a couple months, have a free $29 in mostly yeah. Walgreens stock. And they have $10 as well, mostly from Domino's. <laughs> yeah, Walgreens stock, Target, I know Starbucks. all about your <laughs> rituals, Joe. Spotify, big Spotify guy. Uh, but yeah, so if you like free money, I mean, can there's really no it? reason to do it. Yeah, you can cash it out. Huh. I don't know, you know. It's like I, a, I don't know how I, you know report my capital yeah, gains. What are the tax implications? <laughs> yeah. Don't realize it. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I have another rec. I mean, I think I, I remember. Do you mean like if you just don't realize that you have to do it, then yeah. Okay. Yeah, just don't re- realize it. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That makes sense. Whoops, forgot. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend Twitter. Not to Twitter. buy, to enjoy. What is that? Uh, it's this thing where you just post dumb shit all the time uh, from the rotten parts of your brain, and it's really funny. Don't you have a Twitter now, Terry? Terry Takes. Terry Takes should look up the Oktoberfest videos coming from Germany. They will right. blow your fucking mind. Why? There's just like outright cocaine use. Cocaine? Uh, some guy sliding across the floor completely ass naked. Oh, I want to see. You it's like, like you've never seen these things. And they're before. really short videos, so it kind of reminds me of Vine. Twitter's oh. popping right now, so. There's rip. no C in October. RIP Vine. Yeah. No, it's a K. But yeah, uh, I caught myself, I think it was two nights ago, scrolling for, I shit you not, like 90 minutes, just Oktoberfest videos. <laughs> I saw it. It was, it was absolutely insane. Go check it out. I don't think they'll get deleted. No, they were archived. They were deleted, and then they were archived. Nice. There's a guy just peeing in the middle of the floor. Oh, it yep. gets a lot better. Oh, there's a Speaking of Twitter. <laughs> some lady fell on his pee. Quote, finesse king. That's not real. This is what the headline is for, the, for this. Quote, finesse king Brock Osweiler retires, earning more than $2,750,000 per win in his career. Finesse king. We're talking about people pissing. How's that news? I don't know. It's just the finesse king really got me. You know, I, I wholeheartedly recommend that. Twitter is great. Oh, it's, wow. Terry's uh, fully enjoying it right now. Look at him go. There's cocaine everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're going to ca- I think we're gonna end the episode. Episode 7, Oddscast. Download, subscribe, like, retweet, like, Instagram, oh, DM, pray to Kanye. And Mary Magdalene, a.k.a. Kim Kardashian. Whore. See you next week. Bye-bye. What?